there. You're listening to the Park Crush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello, Josh. Hello, Tom. How's it going? Very good. Thank you. Yourself? Very good. Really, really. That's a lie. That's a lie. And we both know it is. Because, well... It's been a bit of a slow news week. I, th- I feel like, Josh, we've settled into a bit of a rhythm with theme park news, which is, oh, maybe don't go. The coronavirus seems still kind of bad, but they're kind of, you know, getting getting more used to having people in the parks, but not so many people in the parks that they're also closing things and running things at limited capacities. And I don't know, I'm... I'm a bit bored of it for now. This is this is the new normal, which is something we've heard a lot about, and I think there comes a point where, until sort of we have first-hand experience of some of these parks, there's only so much we can really say. So we've decided to revive our theme park video game review series, which is uh, something that we've been doing for a little while. But this may well be the longest gap between episodes that we've that we've had. Uh, it didn't necessarily, it wasn't planned for this to be the case, but considering the game we have been playing this morning, I could have waited a bit longer. I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we've been playing Scream Ride. Now, Scream it's really bad. Ride. So before we get into that, a couple things, um, maybe just to liven ourselves up a little bit. Uh, Josh, have you watched any more of the Disney Weddings thing? I have not. Uh, my mum... Oh, uh, <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say yes. No, my mum has been away, so we haven't watched any more um, of that. Oh, oh you, it's it's a it's a mum thing. You've you've been watching it with mum. Yes. Oh. Yeah. is she trying to is she, is she trying to like drop hints or something? Is it is it time? Does she want you to? No, I wanted fly to, the nest. I, I wanted it to watch it, but I wanted like you know more of an excuse to watch it. And just let's right. see what this thing's like. Okay, fine. I guess that's fair. What is the excuse? How did you, how did you broach the subject with, with mum? I was like, how did you? I kind of want to watch this thing to see if it gives away like loads of behind the scenes details, and you like reality TV stuff. So this reality TV thing, why not? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a nerd. You like trash. This seems like the perfect marriage <laughs> of the two. Uh, well, I'm disappointed to hear you haven't watched any more, but hopefully, hopefully, um, you'll be able to update us next time. Yeah, I uh, uh, sort of uh, completely kind of different subject. But did you see during the week or a couple of days ago, actually, uh, Alicia Stello tweeted of a park stop fame that there's an osprey that's made its nest at the top of the top hat of the jurassic coaster at uh, oh, universal what, studios what 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 coaster josh um so there's like i don't know there seems to be a bit of track that's appeared at islands of adventure but i don't know what it's there for no i don't know what you're talking about um i haven't seen this <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you, i don't know I'm I'm not familiar with it. Would it a Jurassic coaster? Yeah, really? uh, yeah. Oh, no, I've not heard not heard anything about that one. I'm afraid it's meant to be like a roller coaster um, in the Jurassic Park area of Islands of Adventure. Apparently, um, oh. I'm not sure really what's going on, but no, uh, it is funny though because yeah, I saw that as well, and the Universal Orlando official account on Twitter sort of acknowledged the 
the tweet they must follow uh, Alicia on Twitter and I just found it amusing that they were sort of acknowledging this picture of a an osprey on the top of this roller coaster having not even announced the roller coaster yet <laughs> the roller coaster doesn't like that's exist the closest they've that's the closest they've got to acknowledging the existence of this roller coaster in an official you know on an official channel is commenting on a picture of an osprey <laughs> that's nested at the top of it um I don't know when they're finally going to talk about that roller coaster. I guess they probably feel like they're not under much pressure to because they they're probably not going to want to open it until things are a little bit more back to normal. That's certainly how it feels in uh, in the case of Super Nintendo World in Japan, where the park is open, albeit uh, with restrictions and 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 limited capacity and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but Nintendo World is pretty much done, and yet they they say they still say that they are only wanting to they're only planning to open it in time for the uh, Tokyo Olympics, or whenever they might be. Yeah, I very much think you need like a. I think if you have it open, have that opening up with the Tokyo Olympics, you get a big sort of influx of people straight away, right? And you go, look how popular it is, blah 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 blah. Um, if you open it now, it's just like, oh, two people can go because lockdown <laughs> yeah yeah and you can't pu- punch all the power you have to disinfect the power up blocks every time somebody punches them uh, that could be an extremely tedious task no what you do is you change the punch block so that it uh, ejects uh, anti-back so that's how you wash how you oh. anti-back your hands oh I see yeah. That's not a bad shout. It's like a, an anti-back power-up. So instead of a mushroom or uh, sunflower or whatever, you get a uh, you get some anti-back. That's yeah. a good idea. I like it. Anti-back is should become canon in the mushroom kingdom if it isn't already. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. I'm trying to delay, Josh. I'm trying to delay. What else can I? What else can I talk about before um, we talk about Scream Rise? Well, um, back on. I, I, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say back on that osprey thing. Uh, you know, ospreys are protected species, so it's going to be interesting how they handle that because you're technically not supposed to move it until it's finished nesting. You know how they could get rid of it. Shooter! <laughs> you uh, you watched that during uh, the week. Uh, oh yes, I did. Perfect. Um, yes, my first cinema trip for five months. Uh, if you told me uh, back in March that. Uh, consecutive cinema trips for me would be Bloodshot and Jurassic Park. <laughs> I would have been like, you what? <laughs> Not sure about this one. Uh, but yes, I, I did return to the cinema this week. Uh, much like, you know, I went all in in the end. I, I went in, I went on Tuesday and then proceeded to also go on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, a really so terrible version of Park. Craig David's song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I really enjoyed Jurassic Park. It's perhaps my favourite film. I've never seen it in the cinema. And because uh, I think it came out the year we were born, potentially. Uh, uh, yeah. Close to that, anyway, in 92, 93. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, um, 
it, it was fantastic to see it on the big screen. I saw it in 4DX, which means that uh, well, normally you get all sorts of effects, but most of them have been turned off because things like wind and rain effects uh, could enhance the spread of the coronavirus if anyone in there happened to have it. Uh, but the seats move still. And um, I mean, I associate Jurassic Park and my reverence for it uh, a lot with theme parks uh, at this point because... The Jurassic Park is a is a massive part of any trip to a uh, a Universal theme park. So, uh, and Jurassic Park I, I is getting, a theme park in a sense, indeed. A zoo, uh, so I, I was getting major Florida vibes from the whole experience because earlier in the week it was so hot it was unbelievable. Uh, so it was very hot, very humid. Uh, so being in an aircon cinema, knowing it was super hot outside. Um, and watching Jurassic Park and the music swelling and the seats moving, which obviously gives it a, you know, it's obviously very reminiscent of a theme park attraction as well. Uh, yeah, I was getting quite, I was getting quite misty eyed, <laughs> uh, but it was good fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and then we saw Inception on Wednesday and Back to the Future on Thursday, which has also got some theme park uh, history, of course. Oh yeah, of course. And I uh, enjoyed that very much too. Uh, was that the first time you'd seen Back to the Future on the big screen? It was. Um, Back to the oh. Future, a big, big film for me. Um, I have two posters from Back to the Future on my walls. Um, very nice, very nice. It was, oh, it was so good to watch it on the big screen. That's a great film. Yeah. It's, it's timeless. Hey. Uh, don't remake it. Oh, that wasn't even a pun, but I'll take it. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think that might be everything, Josh. I think we might have to just talk about Scream Ride well, now. Uh, actually, bouncing off of Back to the Future, uh, <laughs> obviously the year they go to in Back to the Future uh, 2 is 2015. Yes. Uh, which, coincidentally, is the year that Scream Ride comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Okay. Great. Yes. Uh, Scream Ride then. Uh, we've made it to 2015. I can't remember. I think the last game we looked at was Thrillville Off the Rails, which might have been the worst at that point game we had played as part of this Think Park video yes. game retrospective. Because uh, there was, you know, in the early early years of theme park games, and this was obviously reflected in our series because we've been going in release order, there were lots of, you know, traditional um, management simulation park building games, which I think ultimately is what everyone actually wants from a, when you think theme park video game, you think of building and managing your own theme park. So playing the old theme park games and roller coaster tycoon games, those were very much serving up that kind of experience. And what we're kind of into now is this kind of weird era of like trying to bring a theme park game experience to console and and doing it in kind of ways that I just don't find appealing at all. So it's worth noting that one that we've skipped because we can't, well, we don't have a GameCube is the Universal Studios Adventures game. Uh, which is a GameCube exclusive and is set at Universal Studios Japan. Oh, that's kind of mad. That's very much a sort of run around the park and 
and and and every ride is kind of represented by a bad mini game. We, so that's not really a theme park construction game. If we Thrillville f- off the rails wasn't much of that either. No. Scream Ride is not I was gonna, either. I was going to say if we went to Japan, we probably could have bought a GameCube and the game <laughs> from Japan. We probably could have. We probably could have. I mean, I'm sure it's possible to get hold of it somewhere here, but whether or not you want to buy a sort of second-hand, crusty old video game console during a pandemic, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, years from now they realise COVID-19 did actually come from, like... An old GameCube that someone found in their basement and they like popped open the disc tray and there it was, <laughs> there it was. the virus. Um, I actually, there's been adverts for CEX on TV of late. Um, CEX, obviously, a, like a second hand shop for all electronics. On and, TV, really? Yes. I've never seen them advertised on no, TV. These, the thing is, they don't call it CEX in the advert, they call it sex. What do they call it? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. What do you think if you saw an advert for CEX? Um, I, I'm not going to uh, come down to your level there, Josh. CEX, this is a family show. Hey, I'm um, just going by what the advert said. Fine, fair enough. Uh, if that advert played in a 4DX cinema during normal times, oh, do you think they would no. pump the smell of a CEX oh, in oh. to the theatre? <laughs> the I don't want it. <laughs> No, it's it's a bit grim. I don't it's want a bit that. grim. Yeah, it's grim. Uh, so yes, yeah, Scream Ride then. So, I mean, despite being made by Frontier, who made Roller Coaster Tycoon Three, and have since made Planet Coaster and Planet Zoo, yeah. and Jurassic Park Evolution, um, just on, Jurassic World Evolution. On that time, uh, I'm oh. looking at oh. Frontier Development Games uh, by year. Um, oh. So in 2013, you have Zoo Tycoon, the Xbox exclusive version yeah. which was made by Frontier 2013 which is it's not a bad game it's a decent game right you quite liked it I've not played it you've not played the the Xbox one I thought you had no oh okay my bad um, and then in 2015 you got Scream Ride oh what the hell yeah and then in 2016 you got yep. Planet Coaster a year later Planet Coaster same company. Uh, did they not also make the Disneyland Adventures? Was that someone else? That looks like someone else. Right. Okay. So that they haven't got that particular blot on their copybook. But Scream Ride is a very big blot on their copybook because this game is... I, I mean, I, I, I want to know what the pitch was because it's like, uh, you know, for people who are familiar with the kind of trajectory of the Xbox as a console, as a brand, we'll probably be familiar with Kinect and how they were really trying to push oh. that in kind of the back end of the 360 generation and then the early part of the Xbox One generation. And you said while we were playing it that this feels like some cheap, quick, rushed-out Kinect party game for kids. But it's 2015. Like, they kind of started to move on from there. So I, I don't... I, I mean, clearly this would have probably entered development a couple of years before that but it still feels even for 2015 like a relic yeah. and playing it now is like they um i want i don't know what the pitch was for I, this uh, i i'm sorry i'm i misread it they did make disneyland adventures oh no we didn't do disneyland <laughs> adventures right we haven't done that no we haven't done that so I think actually, if we were uh, there, because there's two two versions of it. Because originally that was also a Connect game. Yeah. And I think if we were going 
by release order we should have actually done that before screen ride but we the version we have on the xbox one is not a connect version of the game it's, it's considered a separate release it's like a 2017 release for disney adventures remaster yeah. or whatever they called it so the, that's the version we'll look at but yeah we are going to do that's it that's on, on my list as well that version but is it really yeah. uh, that is a better i i have played some of that that is a better game than screen ride um which is uh is not a theme park management simulation at all it is i guess what you would i guess the closest thing you, you would describe it as is it's kind of well you know the old I, crash modes in burnout yeah should i say uh, wikipedia describes it as a puzzle video game a puzzle video game that's very vague yes um, um, it's a, it's, it's, it's a construction simulator and puzzle video game right i mean I guess to be totally clear about it, so there's kind of there's kind of two strands to it, right? So there's a campaign mode, which is broken down into kind of three uh, types of level uh, that you progress through uh, across a, like multiple series, basically. So there's kind of three strands to a series. One of them is uh, Scream Rider, which is basically a uh, a coaster on a track and you're guiding it around the track you control the acceleration the brake and the steering uh, there are some sort of wilder elements like having to lean out of the way of obstacles and jump across gaps and things like that but basically your task is just to guide the coaster train around the track sometimes there are multiple laps sometimes it's just one uh, so there's that and it's and and it's set by the way all of these levels are set in these kind of like uh, almost like outdoor test arenas like destruction arenas like you've got coasters going around these kind of monolithic looking buildings the, this is not set at a theme park it's kind of like some weird hunger games for roller coaster enthusiasts like the vibe i get from it is that loads of roller coaster enthusiasts have been brought out to these like metropolis islands strapped into these rides and are basically like hey you might die but you're gonna have fun um, yeah they seem pretty up for it. Yeah, I mean, I would have happily died. I wasn't having fun. I, if someone had not come into the room and killed me there and then, I just, Thanks. I wouldn't have had too much to complain about, to be honest. It would have been a bit of an embarrassing inquest, you know. Well, how did he go? What, you, what was he doing? He was trying to get some easy achievements before he uninstalled Scream Ride for the Xbox One. <laughs> and somebody shot him in the head. Uh, so yeah you've got the screen rider mode where you're guiding the coast around then you've got the demolition expert mode where you've got it, the, the people in this case are in I guess the closest thing you'd, you'd, you'd compare them to are the pods in Jurassic World oh of course yes and they're basically on this big sort of spinny arm and you control how fast the arm is spinning uh, and then when the ball gets released and then you can sort of use a bit of aftertouch to guide the ball into these uh buildings and the aim being that you you hit them you hit them at a certain uh, angle and and speed to maximize the destruction and try and knock as many of, of the buildings down within like six throws or something dress it well being so, a 2015 game uh, film is it really 20 that film that f 2015 feels like a very long time does, ago yeah. <laughs> 2019 feels scary. like a long time ago now to be fair it really does it really does. Uh, and then you've got engineer mode. Now, I guess this is the closest uh, the game ever gets to kind of displaying some of Frontier's 
history and, and legacy because this actually allows you to kind of construct your own roller coaster track again in this kind of weird uh futuristic monolithic island metropolis uh so you're not building in an, in, a, in an actual theme park environment but yeah you it works similarly to how it did in roller coaster tycoon 3 to be honest you can place um bits of track down um banks you can go up pretty high you can uh, create chain lifts and corkscrews and you can auto complete the track when you get inevitably bored by what you're doing uh, and then previously and i couldn't get this to work which maybe is a sign that I'd assume all the online functionality has potentially been stripped out over the years, but you you would have been able back in the day, back in the heyday, the 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 screen ride heyday, you would have been able to share your creations online, and other people could download them and try and get high scores by going around the track. Um, but yeah, so those are kind of the three strands to it. Uh, Josh, you 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 did try each of them. I did. What? What did you th- what, what 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 did you think? Uh, I think the best mode is the Scream Rider mode, personally. Okay. Um, but it's definitely oh, man. I c- they were probably charging forty, fifty quid for this game, right, when it first came out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, I guess sixty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you've got to be mad to have paid that. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, I would say so. I remember playing the demo when the demo first came out going, No, I'm good. I ain't gonna buy this game. Right, yeah. Um uh, so I mean the game got announced in twenty fourteen at Gamescom, so that would have been around August. Yeah. Uh and then the demo because uh, this came out for Xbox 360 as well but you can definitely tell the demo <laughs> came out in February t- 2015 so that would have been when you last played it before today I guess Yes. Uh, so it's worth noting for anyone who has an Xbox uh, you no longer have to pay that much for it it is included in uh, your Game Pass subscription if you have that lucky you Although, <laughs> yeah it's not worth your time time is money as they say and uh, this is not worth your time. No, uh, I would suggest. But no, I'm surprised. I, I would have said, you know, I think it's all bad and very unengaging. But I would have thought the engineer mode would have been your favourite, just because it is, I guess, the most reminiscent of of typical theme park video games that we're more familiar with and have more reverence for, just because you're able to do a little bit of building. Uh, but obviously not. Yeah, no, I just it's uh, it's a bit it's a bit dumbed down for me, really. Um, there's a lot of constraints. That I, there's a lot of challenges that go into construction building in video in roller coaster games, theme park games that I quite enjoy. That I don't think you get from this. So it's better just to kind of, for me, just ignore that and go for the other side of this game, which is the sort of mini game style of the levels. Um, I very much feel like it would be good on an iPad, maybe, or like a you know an Android device or an iPhone ios device something like that rather than a yeah, fully does, fledged xbox game uh, it does feel like a, a mobile game i mean the controls are super simple you know you've got to accelerate in the screen rider mode you know you've got to accelerate break and you know uh, kind of turn into the corners yeah. with the stick and boost that's about it really boost yeah um 
and even all sort of all the interface it's all quite you know big you know all the it, it looks like it's been designed almost for a mobile screen um in in that way you know and the visuals are pretty basic as well even for 2015 but yeah it's 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 really bizarre or you know at best connect you know i don't think this was a connect game or had any connect functionality but there is so much about it that makes you think this is this this is not complex enough for a controller and i know not not every game needs to take advantage of the the full range of options you have on a typical gamepad but the the extent to which this is so stripped down and basic in terms of how you actually interact with the levels it does feel like it was it kind of it was maybe being built with connect in mind and then they stripped it all away when they realized nobody wanted to play connect games <laughs> yeah. but like even as a connect game i don't think this does anything for me it might have been a bit more engaging yeah i guess you can do like but, leaning um and like yeah uh jumping jumping and uh you can like push forward to boost i don't know yeah i guess there's, there's like in some ways that it's got a bit of a total wipeout vibe some of the modes you know um yeah or like the the doritos crash course games <laughs> which is a really nasty comparison that's, to make that's one of the reasons like, i was to try full... um that fall guys is because of the wipeout sort of style but... yeah i've not played fall guys yet that's um that's become a bit of a cultural phenomenon this past couple of weeks that's free on playstation right <laughs> It is, yeah. I mean, I don't actually have PlayStation Plus at the moment. Ugh. Mine, la- I've, I've, I let mine, mine lapsed. You know, I, I was renewing every year for, you know, the, the vast majority of like the last decade, I guess. But let it lapse some at some point last year, and have just been kind of signing up for a month here and there, as and when I actually want to play something online or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I've not. I should probably sign up again and and get get full guys and try that out but uh i think i think actually thinking of the engineer mode and you're right that it's too stripped down but also you know a big part of what's fun about designing roller coasters in roller coaster tycoon and games like that is that you also take into account the you know the scenery and how it fits into the overall look and feel of your theme park and in this you know you don't get really any of that i think you know you can unlock sort of props and some decorative elements to it but it's uh yeah it doesn't have that same appeal at all so it it feels more like you're building something designed for kind of stunts and and that's why it's got that kind of total wipeout feel you kind of almost encouraged to build something that could potentially cause insane destruction um and i guess you know that's not what i want from games like this anyway so even if it was a good uh interpretation of that style of game i'd probably not really be into it but the thing is it's not even engaging as like a destruction derby kind of game in the same way that like the old crash mode in the older burnout games was no people yeah. familiar with that yeah uh, you know burnout was a primarily a racing driving game but had this mode where you were basically encouraged to uh, crash into a busy intersection and then you kind of had control over uh, over the aftermath of the initial crash and were able to sort of bounce your car around and guide it into other vehicles to rack up like massive high scores and multiplies and things and and this doesn't even have that level of sort of uh, satisfaction when it comes to blowing stuff up um so yeah i don't know it's uh it's it's bad um there's no multiplayer there's like online leaderboards for whatever that's worth 
Um, but as I said, the kind of ability to share levels and download levels seems to have gone. And um, I, I, I don't know, though. Josh. I don't have much else to say about it, really. <laughs> um, I guess you should say, um, obviously, we've said what we've said, but the reception game rankings gave uh, aggregate score gave it 75% and Metacritic average score what? gave it 71 out of 100 71 yeah uh, what yeah based really? on 54 reviews that is have you got any examples of the kind of reviews it got uh, yeah sure okay um, so Destructoid gave it 7 out of 10 GameSpot gave it 7 out of 10. Um, IGN. Can you guess what IGN gave it? Um, did they give it 9.6? And it really makes you feel <laughs> like a roller coaster that's crashing into a skyscraper. Uh, not quite, no. But it, it gave it uh, 8.2. 8.2? Have you got any sort of quote? Oh, okay, I've just pulled it up on Wikipedia. I assume this is where you're looking at it as well. Yeah. Um, okay, right. This is crazy. So here's here's one. Game Revolution gave it four and a half out of five. Yes. Which is, I mean, that's mad. That's mental, right? That's absolutely insane. Uh, praise the game's futuristic theme, rich content, high replayability, addictive gameplay, accessible coaster building, flexible sandbox mode, level sharing. Here's IGN. IGN said, although career mode suffers from uneven difficulty and some situational camera issues, I happily replayed levels to improve my score sheet and climb the leaderboard, or just endlessly tinker with the sandbox mode. Right. I mean, I, I mean, we we played it for just over an hour, which I know is not a very long time, but. It, it was enough time to get a feel for each of the three modes and what they bring to the table. And, you know, as a as a console experience, I just found it completely un you know unengaging and and, and very dull. Yes. Uh, here here's the uh, you know, GameSpot review. Uh, your enjoyment depends on your willingness to cast aside memories of Rollercoaster Tycoon and its freedom in favour of Scream Ride's aggressive extreme attitude and unique mix of construction and destruction. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. You definitely need to go into it with adjusted expectations. If you're going in hoping for something that's at all akin to Roller Coaster Tycoon, you're not going to find it in Scream Ride. Uh, but, you know, I, I was kind of aware going in that that's not what it was going to be. I know I complained about it not being much like RCT during this, but I, I, I was aware that it was a different style of game, and I just don't think it really works. Uh, I don't think it really lands in terms of no. what it's going for let um, alone in terms of what it's not going for there you for. go here's another one Games Radar I'm kind of giving you the mix of the spectrum you've got IGN at the top uh, GameSpot in the middle and Games Radar kind of at the bottom with 50 uh, Scream Ride has a pretty impressive rollercoaster building suite and some satisfying destructible environments but everything else from the other gameplay modes to its presentation is a total snore total snore <laughs> Yeah, I agree. IGN, total snore. It was a total 9. snore. 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, w would you play a Scream Ride 2? No. <laughs> um, well. Let, um, let us know down in... Uh, let us know. Tweet us, would you play a Scream Ride 2? 
would you play a Scream Ride 2? I mean, we were pretty hard on Thrillville off the rails, and I subsequently got some feedback suggesting that we were too harsh on it. Um, I didn't realise I knew any Thrill Ride uh, Ultras, uh, Thrillville Ultras, sorry, but apparently I did. And, um, whether I know any Scream Ride Ultras, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. I don't know, but I don't think it's very good. I think it probably is the worst theme park video game that we've played uh, so far. Yes. It's certainly the worst um, that Frontier have made. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Disneyland Adventures is not very good. Uh, it's, And I think you know, the appeal of that game, we'll get to it, is, is kind of exploring this digitized version of Disneyland. Uh, and for that, it's fine, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, when it comes to actually, you know, the more traditional sort of game parts, it completely falls apart, uh, maybe even more so than Scream Ride does, but at least it's got, a, you know, a fun a fun wrapping, as it were. Uh, and as a Disney fan, there's there's something to be, there's some fun to be had, I suppose. But we'll get to that. Yes. Uh, but that's it for Scream Ride, I think, Josh. I don't think, do you have anything else that you want to say about it? Uh, no. Although, <laughs> I have just bought Parkosaurus off of the back of our conversation. Oh, yeah. Parkosaurus. What, what's... I haven't seen much about this. I've literally just seen a couple of tweets about it, and it looked like a theme park game, so I kind of... That's why I brought it to your attention. It kind of looks like... Have you like, now bought it? Do you have a better idea of what it is? It kind of looks like... Uh, I've literally just bought it. I haven't played it at all yet. Um, it looks kind of like a zoo tycoon, but for dinosaurs. A Jurassic oh, okay. Park, if you will. Ah, okay. I mean, do you think that fits into the spirit of the Thing Park video game series? I mean, by that logic, should we be doing Zoo Tycoon? Um, by that logic, we. Sh I mean, if we, yes. Um, uh, maybe, maybe that can be a different series if if we uh, run out of stuff to talk about. Maybe. I mean, just for the record, I mean, you can maybe give me a quick nudge here if I've missed anything or you think anything doesn't deserve to be on this list. This is what I'm going to deleted Scream Ride because we've now done this. And here's, here's our remaining theme park video games. We've got Planet Coaster from 2016. Yeah. No complaints there. Seems an obvious one. Also from 2016, we've got Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic. Uh, uh, is that a mobile tw game? 27. Uh, I think it was originally, but I do think it's also now on Steam. Okay, I'll have a look on Steam. Uh, then 2017, we have the uh, remastered version of Disneyland Adventures. Okay, yeah. Uh, from 2018, we have Parkitect, which we uh, did do an episode about way, way back. When it first not released, long right? after we first started the, the podcast. Yeah, because that game came out of early access within weeks of us starting the podcast mm. in, in 2018. So it'll be fun to go back to that. Uh, also 2018, Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures, which is, I think, some sort of slightly reworked uh, version of Classic, but for the Nintendo Switch, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. As long as it is a remastered version of Classic and not the terrible other mobile game they made. So I'm pretty well, sure they made know, two mobile games. Maybe Roller Coaster Great. Tycoon Classic and then Roller Coaster Tycoon World? Roller Coaster Tycoon World is ringing, ringing some bells, actually. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. It'll be a, 
It will be a surprise. Oh, yeah. I wonder how uh, much that And then also 2018, costs. we've got Jurassic World Evolution, which I think, again, kind of, that was a bit of a, a kind of a special bonus ad. You know, it's not quite in the same vein. It's not, you know, a traditional theme park game. But I guess Jurassic Park is considered a theme park, you know, canonically. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I feel like it kind of straddles the line between zoo and theme park, so you could probably get away with it. So we're, we're tentatively committed to doing Jurassic World Evolution, and then I guess for that same reason, Parkosaurus. Uh, um, yes, I feel like we will have to go back and do the other games if we do those, but... Uh, yes. Uh, well, we'll wait and see. We, yes. Either way, we've got at least five uh, more actual theme park games to do uh, before we get to the... Uh, are you a zoo or are you a theme park debate uh, maybe we can put up a poll on twitter is jurassic park a theme park or a zoo yeah and we'll um, see what pe- we'll see what idea. people have to say yeah um, uh, and that that will probably take us up to like the end of the year josh i i was very bored the other day and kind of map did like a road map of the next like well enough episodes to get us to the end of the year and uh lovely yeah I've just looked yeah. up this Rodercoast Tycoon Adventures. Um, All right. It is it, not. Um, and it is not classic. It's not classic. Okay. No. I mean, so it some... looks classic. Like the graphics are bad enough to be like they're probably worse than classic actually. But it's not the same right. game. Okay. Well, we'll get to it when we get to it. It's on Switch, so uh, I guess I could buy that one as you've bought some of the PC ones. Um, yeah well we'll see this has been episode 94 of the park rush podcast and um again i was kind of when i was looking at what's to come i think it was episode 73 was the first one that we did remotely um in lockdown so that's now you know over a fifth of our podcasts have now been done remotely wow what a season Uh, a bit I mean, we having we've now been in the same car and gone to the cinema together, so I don't know really if the logic still holds up. And maybe we, maybe we now can do podcasts in the same room if we're wearing masks. I don't know. Yeah. Hold on. Um, a minute. Hold on a minute. Wait. You can keep talking. Josh. Okay. I was going to say uh, I feel we'd need uh, to get permission off of the uh, company that we're. Uh, we lease the office, the uh, studio from. Yeah, so Josh, I've just put a mask on. Am I still... Can you tell? Uh, is, it, is it that bad? You can tell. All oh, right, But d- d- does, it, does it sound like terrible? Is it unworkable? It, it, it does... I think... It, I Personally, I think it does affect the sound quality. Oh, alas, alas, alas! Does it not? Make, it might. Does it sort of deepen my voice, make it sound more mysterious? It, it does actually. More podcasty. Um, podcasty. I don't know, but it does. It does deepen your voice a little. Well, that's great to hear because when I take it off, ah, oh, <laughs> don't sound great. <clears throat> I've had it on this whole time just to uh, hide my truth. <laughs> <laughs> my true tone of voice uh well josh that's gonna do it i did not expect to hit the 40 minute mark uh here today talking about scream ride but i guess we did at least spend as much time as possible avoiding talking about scream ride so um 
Yeah. Uh, that'll that'll do it for this week's episode, uh, episode ninety four. As I say, can you crazy, believe it? Crazy? No, no, I can't. Madness. I was actually going to start suggesting, you know, as part of my um, mapping out the rest of the year, I was kind of looking at it and thinking, is there any chance at all of any, you know, more trip reports for the rest of this year? I wonder. And I was thinking, I was kind of saying, oh, well, you know, I could, I'd be potentially up for going back to Disneyland Paris, and then literally the next day. Um, it got added to our quarantine list. <laughs> hey Tom, there are plenty uh, of theme parks in the UK that we can still go to. It's true, and I should also note that Disneyland Paris specifically wasn't added to the quarantine list. It was the whole of France, <laughs> <laughs> not just Disneyland. Uh, in uh, theory, we could, we could, you can road trip to a theme park in Germany, um, and as, as long as you don't get out of your car in France, then uh, you don't have to quarantine. It's true, and uh, we did a, we did an interesting data piece at work the uh, the other day where we were looking at um, what what the data would suggest are the kind of most risk free European countries to still go on holiday to and and not probably or not potentially be told while you're still out there. Oh, by the way, you now have to quarantine when you get back. And Germany is one of the lower risk countries. So yeah, um, um, I don't think people maybe, think of that as a uh, like holiday destination. And that is no, why it's so low. I don't think so either. Um, because it's less yeah. likely to get banned because obviously that's how our banning list works is how likely are people to go on holiday there. That is part of it, yes. But then also, and also just their sort of their rate of, of cases per 100,000 people or whatever is lower than yes, Spain and France of course, and, and various is, other countries. And that's, I think it's lower than ours. That's definitely why the government are banning these countries. <laughs> well, I mean, Josh, I'm just... I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's what they're telling us, Josh. It's all scientifically driven. It's not just because I want people to stay at home and go on staycations to help the local economy. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. I believe you. Nothing to do with that. Uh, but yeah, Germany's got some good theme parks. Europa Park, Fantasia Land, of course. So uh, Maybe we should do it. Yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. I, I would like to do both of those parks, in fact. Um, we've got some cool coasters. All right, well, that is going to do it. Um, in the course of the next week before the highly anticipated episode 95 you can follow us on twitter at parkrush podcast you can email us podcast at parkrush.com you can subscribe if you haven't already on your preferred podcasting app or you can find uh, the episodes at parkrush.com uh, and josh has a blog also where he uh, writes notes for each episode i do uh, josh you could you could give the people some handy links to um purchase screen ride from the xbox store yes <laughs> lucky lucky people <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i will do uh, that excellent um, glad to hear it well um take care everybody and continue to stay safe in these unprecedented times and we'll see you next week goodbye goodbye